peace of our Lord be with you. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. According to those words from today's gospel lesson, the story of our faith begins with a clear call for real change. Repent, says Jesus. In Jesus' first full sentence to Jesus' first full followers, repent and believe the good news. Repent can be on some ears and in some mouths a hard and harsh-sounding word. But the work of repentance is actually full of hope because to repent is to choose to change, to decide to take a turn and do differently. Repentance includes remorse, but repentance is more about choosing a new future than it is about regretting an old past. To repent begins where our silence of confession begins every Sunday morning with the lowering of our self-defenses, the letting go of our scapegoats, and honestly naming and owning that for which we must take responsibility. But even so, most of the real work of repentance is ahead of us, not behind us. We Baptists may not love the word penance, but it is clearly two-thirds of the big Bible word repentance. Penance, which is not so much about punishment for the past, as it is hope for the future, a new way forward, the daily practice of getting up every morning and choosing to do differently all over again. That's the penance part of repentance. Some of the most helpful words I have ever encountered concerning repentance, travel in a tiny little book called Speaking of Sin, in which Barbara Brown Taylor says, repentance often involves painful changes, which is why most of us prefer remorse to repentance. We would rather say, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I feel really awful about what I have done. Then actually start doing things differently. 
or as W.H. Auden once observed, we would rather be ruined than changed. And it is difficult, isn't it? Real, substantive change. I was walking through the Dulles Airport one day 20-something years ago, and a t-shirt in the window of the airport gift shop caught my eye. On the front of the t-shirt in huge block letters that you could see from across the room were the words, change is good. And down below in tiny type, the t-shirt said, you go first which is the way many of us feel about change. It can be seriously difficult, especially when we have developed coping mechanisms that have become patterns of behavior that are indeed compulsions of ours about which we don't even think. It's just how we have learned to make our way through the world. Change is difficult, complex, and it can be painful. But change is not only where the pain is. Change is also where the joy those who point out to us places where we need to repent may seem to us at first our harsh judges, but they are to us at last our best friends for helping turn our feet to the steep, stern path of actual, real change doing differently, becoming new. That is the real new birth, longing to be born again, not so we can be with Jesus in the next life, but so we can be like Jesus in this life. Longing to live deeply, fully, and faithfully whatever is left of the one and only life we are ever going to have. A life which isn't going to last forever. The next life will, but not this life. In this life, someday is going to be the last day which is why repentance matters so much so soon. There already is not enough of life left for us to be kind and welcoming to every frightened and vulnerable soul. Sitting on your couch or on your porch 
or at the kitchen table or in your den at home. Think for a moment about the truth that there already is not enough of life left for us to be kind and welcoming to every frightened and vulnerable soul. Already there are not enough days left in our lives for us to sit down with and stand up for every marginalized, stigmatized, ostracized child of God. There is already not enough time for us to become as unfailingly thoughtful, mindful, generous, gentle, courageous, clear, and kind as God wants us to be, and the world needs us to be. If we started now, there already is not enough time. As Mary Oliver used to love to say, what will you do with your one wild and precious life? We will Repent so that we can live whatever is left of it as deeply, fully, and faithfully as we can. Amen. Whenever I hear the word repentance, I immediately start thinking about others and what they need to repent of or from. Perhaps in these moments for our time of response, we all might discipline ourselves wherever we are within these walls or beyond them to think about someone part of our life about which or for which we need to repent, to change, make a new beginning.
as we come to the close of this hour of worship, we would remind you that Adult Studies is happening uh, every Sunday afternoon at 5.30. Uh, Bible 101 is back. Our teacher is Dr. Roger Green, and the teaching is live-streamed at 5.30 every uh, Sunday afternoon. So we encourage you to join in in the same way that you join in to the morning worship hour through the live stream. And while we are talking about live stream opportunities, uh, once again, we want to say our gratitude to our technology committee. Um, when folks sign up to serve on the technology committee, I don't think they envision the level <laughs> of energy, work, time, and commitment that uh, that has proven to call for uh, this um, year, for the last 10 months. So for all the ways that all of you on the Technology Committee make possible the kinds of gatherings which are possible today, thanks be to God and thanks be to you. Now go from this place to all of your other places, resting yourselves in the love of God, casting your cares upon the grace of God, and placing your lives in the hands of God, the hands that will hold you and never let you go. Amen. <laughs>